and welcome to Grace by Rain, a podcast about the beauty and life. I'm your host, Elaine Shercliffe. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, it's been a little bit, but that's because I was working on getting my website up and running. And so now it is live and ready for your enjoyment. There's a section for my photography, for the podcast, for my writing, and it is at gracedbyrain.com. So it's just the title of this podcast.com. So go check it out. <laughs> now I know it's it's Sunday. This doesn't follow the typical Monday, Wednesday, Friday format. And that's because this is a special episode. I'm going to do that every once in a while where if there's a quick episode and it's something that made me laugh or that is just really beautiful that I saw, I'm going to put it out there. I want to get a little bit more consistent with this, but I also want it to encapsulate the magic. And I don't want my regular Monday, Wednesday, Friday episodes to get too long. I know a lot of you have told me that you like the shorter ones or you like some of the longer ones, but you prefer them to be shorter unless it's a guest. So I'm listening, I'm learning, and I'm fine with that because it's easier for me to edit and clip. So today's episode is the beauty of being wet in Monaco. Today was the F1 race in Monaco. And it was very wet. <laughs> uh, I just got into F1 racing. I know like nothing about it. I've picked up a few things, but I enjoy it. There's so much drama and the, the fans, what they bring to Twitter is like hilarious. They are so funny. And some of the accounts are just, they're great. Some of the, like the team accounts are just great. Um, even some of them, some of the, the drivers themselves, you love it. It makes it more enjoyable to watch as a newer person. Because not only am I learning about racing, I'm also learning about the drivers and the people like the pit bosses. I don't know if that's what they're called, but the pit bosses and the owners, you know, I love it. I feel like it's so much more entertaining to me to have all of those things going on. So this track in Monaco was wild. Um, I'm just going to give you a few of my thoughts on this race before I hop in to, <laughs> to some of the tweets that um, I felt were absolutely hilarious. <laughs> First of all, I feel so bad for Charles Leclerc. He's at home on his home track. He was number one. They call him into box and then they're like, no, you shouldn't box. And then he goes back out or he, I, it just really fucked him. And then Red Bull were both behind him and were able to grab that one and two spot from him. And he just never, ever recovered from it. He ended up finishing fourth. He didn't even podium finish, which is awful for him. I mean, granted, if we want to look on the bright side of things, he did <laughs> finish the race. He's never finished a Monaco race, apparently. So, I mean, at least finishing is half the battle, but he was on pace to be number one. After 
Mick Schumacher's crash and they had to do safety car and clean up. And he had to get out of his car because it was a long, it was a long wait. It wasn't a short one. People were trying to talk to him from the pit. And I thought like, if looks could kill, so many people would have died on the spot. <laughs> he was giving, you know, December 29th, 2019, John Tortorella vibes. <laughs> like he was upset. I am surprised he didn't get into a a press conference and start slamming his fist down and dropping the F-bomb about his pit crew the way that John Tortorella did about the refs when Jonas Corposalo got hurt. Bless him. (laughs) Now, this track was insane, though. Like, everyone told me, they're like, oh, yeah, you have to watch the Monaco one. If all the ones you watch, it has to be Monaco. You know, there's the yachts and and the track is kind of cool. And I was like, how can a track be that cool? Uh, it's not that it's cool. It's that it's absolutely fucking insane. It is like the Red Bull crashed ice of tracks. <laughs> like there are houses that are right there with people living in them. <laughs> they might be hotels. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're homes though. And I just was waiting for like one false move and someone was going to end up in someone's living room. Like people are sitting in there like, oh man, I really enjoy this high definition television we have, you know, (laughs) it's almost like they're in my living room because they are, (laughs) because they are. (laughs) And then the yachts are so close. They're at one point driving like along the water and there's a curve there. There is a curve and it is not an easy curve. (laughs) And you're just sitting there like, one false move and one of the cars will sink a freaking yacht like some drunk dude on the boat screaming you sunk my party yacht and like titanic music plays in the background lando norris doesn't make room on a floating door for for daniel ricardo and he's just like drops him into the water like i'll never let go danny <laughs> imagine being a yacht owner telling your insurance company that your boat sank because a car crashed, blew over a barrier, and destroyed your boat. You know, imagine having that conversation. So, you know, the thing is, we were partying on my yacht right next to a racetrack, and then someone hit someone else, and it just kind of like flew over and just totally, you know, demolished my boat. They're going to look at you like you're crazy, and then they're just going to like stamp your paper and be like, claim denied (laughs) how ballsy do you have to (laughs) to be to put anything you own within 300 feet of a track I don't even I don't want my body that close to the track (laughs) some of the people were some of the people in the stands were like in the fucking splash zone I'm calling it the splash zone because there's so much water in the beginning of the race that if someone had driven by at that point, you would have been like at SeaWorld watching Shamu. And then he leaps in the air, comes down and you just get soaking wet. Like that's literally what would have happened. But with like a car spraying water on you. (laughs) But (laughs) despite all of those hilarious things, uh, my favorite part was before the race, just a few of the tweets about the rain (laughs) and uh, they definitely got spicy. 
So the Ashton Martin team account tweeted out, Adamin's getting wet, wet now, which obviously the replies were just in themselves, just wild. I couldn't, I can't even pick one of my favorites from that because everyone's creativity was top notch on that. <laughs> and then Haas, his team account, tweeted out about what Mick Schumacher said on <laughs> on the radio and he said um, I don't think I've ever gotten this way in a Formula One car ever <laughs> and, and in moments <laughs> moments they had to reply uh, no crude replies please you know he was talking about the rain okay but like was he <laughs> like like damn Mick you really like this track huh <laughs> I mean you have to know <laughs> you have to know when you're tweeting these things out that your market is immature as fuck everyone is immature okay <laughs> oh <laughs> just <laughs> just the way people run with it I mean <laughs> it's just it's nice to see people having fun in the replies and and not yelling at someone just having fun and those tweets just made it better but the best one the best one has to be from Valtteri Botas from his own personal account mind you he tweeted out weather update and used the red flag emoji. And there was a picture of the track with water on it and the red flag. And he photoshopped him swimming naked on the photo on the flooded track. <laughs> you, you have you love to see it. You love to see the kind of shenanigans that some of these players, drivers, that they, that they display. You know, it's nice to see someone who is in like motor sports or even just sports and like regular sports in general, having a personality during a freaking rain delay. Like I would love, love to see baseball players give me their two cents on on social media about what it's like to be on these rain delays like I want I want access because it's gonna be more fun for everyone involved I love it <laughs> well guys that's all I have for you today there will be another episode on Monday then Wednesday and Friday so <laughs> I hope that you enjoyed this episode I hope you found laughter with some of the things that that I talked about and if you have something that's funny or you think is beautiful do not be afraid to email me at gracedbyrainpod at gmail.com or tweet at me send me a direct message on twitter gracedbyrainpod have a great day guys and remember be kind and love always. My theme music is One Light by Nick Wilkinson and the Featured Players. You can find their latest album, Live, Volume 1, on Bandcamp and Spotify. 
Live Volume 1 was recorded in front of a live audience on May 26, 2017 at Jilly's Music Room in Akron, Ohio.